Aw damn, thank you for tuning in, tuning in, tuning in to another episode of In the Studio with Rubio, where comical commentary meets politics, technology, world news, entertainment, pop culture, and just a plain weird. Get strapped up with your seatbelts and let loose your ears for your daily dose of news entertainment. Whether you're just a plain Joe or someone that screams, I need attention. It doesn't matter because you're here for the useless commentary. Useless commentary. Now, without further ado, let me introduce you to one of the most silliest yet funniest people to ever exist in the history of all histories. Histories, histories. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Rubio. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of In the Studio with Rubio. Tuesday, May 4th. I took a little hiatus because, you know, live streaming is hard. And uh, instead of Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, which was my normal routine, I'm going to go through Monday through Friday, 2 p.m., trying to give you all the good stuff. Anyways, in today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, Mexico City subway overpass collapses, killing at least 24 and injuring dozens. Also, India opposition calls for full national lockdown. Good luck with that. Also, the Royal Navy is testing using jet suits. Yes, that's what I said. Jet suits to fight high seas piracy. In this segment of entertainment, we're going to talk about that traffic stop gone bad. Racist tirade against Latino cop. You're a murderer, she says. You got to see this video. It's uh, pretty amazing. And in this segment of Just Weird, we're going to talk about a Quebec man breaks Guinness record with 44-hour video game marathon live stream. Whatever the hell. I don't know. Is this guy fat? Is this guy not doing anything? I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. And in this segment of Let's Watch Some Cheers, we're going to watch a YouTube video by NBC New York about an Asian woman describes Hammer attack in new york city i'm not talking about mc hammer i'm talking about a legit tool hammer all this in this edition of in the studio with rubio let's do this <laughs> and of course before i start go ahead hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell if you like this video go ahead and share this video and if you must go ahead and leave a comment down below and also don't forget to smash that like button for your boy man we are going to do things it's a tuesday it's a fun day, and you know what it is? It's it's everything and more. Because if you're sometimes a lazy homebody like I am, um, you know, you know, you 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 eat, and then you sit down in your couch, and then you get a little sleepy, and then, or or even during while you're eating, while you're eating, you're like, what is the best thing to see on Netflix or something, and then. You open up Netflix and then you go down this rabbit hole. For me, is Korean dramas, Asian dramas. You know, I created a little monologue, so enjoy. I gotta be completely honest and say that Netflix and um, the Korean drama game that Netflix have is on another level. Let me tell you, the last, I would say, I don't know how many Korean dramas I've watched. Um... I probably have watched it, mostly Korean dramas, but there's some Japanese dramas on there too. Uh, there's a lot of Chinese martial arts, of course, and there's a lot of Chinese uh, dramas as well. But here is my question that I'm plagued with. Where is the Filipino dramas, bro? Where are they? I can't seem to find one single 
Filipino drama. I think my sister was watching on Sunday, and I went over to her house, and it looked good. It was like something, maybe, maybe something. It was like a, it was a Filipino film in Tagalog, and I'm like, look at this. Where's the Filipinos drama at, bro? There was a thing called, I think, uh, Metro Metro Manila, Metro Manila. Uh, it was, it was a film released several years ago. And um, it's all in Tagalog, and it's an action film. Um, it had to do with um, the armor trucks and money, and how a certain family was in need of some money. And I guess the father that was working for the armor trucks uh, decided to do a heist. And I'm like, good man, we need. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm an Asian. Some a lot of Filipinos say you're a Pacific Islander. I don't care. I'm from that area same area code or different area codes same area different area codes i guess that's that's what they say but i hope um netflix kind of expands their catalog to more philippine i know my people my people are great at music we're great at karaoke bars man we gotta do more films man i know i know for a fact the Filipino culture and Filipino people are well then capable of producing and making and distributing great storytelling filmmaking. You know what I mean? Or or is it just going to live on YouTube? I don't know, gang. I was going to say, you tell me. Anyways, you guys enjoyed the show, guys. Peace out. Yeah, so did you guys hear that? Those Korean dramas on Netflix is on another level, man. Shout out to my boy, Jeff Lee. Um, my boy, Jeff Lee, is uh, one of my good friends growing up. One of my best friends growing up. And uh, yo, man, when a Korean guy tells you, yo, Rubio, um... Yo, Rubio, man, you got to watch this uh, Korean flick. When a Korean friend tells you you got to watch a Korean series or a film, bro, it's legit. Okay. That's like taking your, your Korean friend to a Korean, uh, 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 an all-you-can-eat Korean restaurant. You know, you pick the meats and you're always looking at your Korean friend like, hey, yo, man, is, this, is it good? Because I like it. Do you like it? Same concept when it comes to the Korean dramas. Uh, before I get into it, I've got to share some of this on stupid Facebook because you know what? I mean, you gotta you gotta share, it, man. If you're not promoting, you're not doing it, right? Which is a which is a terrible thing to say because I'm like every comedian. You book me on the show, hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna post it up that I'm performing at your place or you know. Wherever you want me to say that I'm performing at. And I, I'll do my due diligence. But I'm not going to do what rookie comics do. And try to do bringer shows and try to get all these people. My friends have seen me enough. <laughs> Why would I subject them to even more great comedy? Come on, guys. Come on. Oh, man. I got to get this thing together, man.
There you go. Look at that. All right. Almost, almost done, guys. Almost done. Look at that. It's pretty amazing what you could do with technology, right? Pretty damn amazing. Anyways, I hope uh, for everybody watching me on, on um, Twitch, uh, Periscope, and YouTube, and Facebook, I hope uh, you guys see the phone number because uh, the lines are always open to you guys. Um, the last person I had actually called all the way from Australia, which was pretty cool because, you know, when you call from other places of the world, uh, I, I have an automatic interest for damn sure. Oh, man, where's my comment? That's what I'm missing. I'm missing my damn co comment box. Where is my damn comment box, guys? Jesus. There it is. Comments and reactions. Boom. Okay. Hey, Zach. I think we met at the Bringer show. <laughs> Did we? We didn't meet at a Bringer show. Were you made fun of the host? Oh, man. I remember that. Thank you for calling in the studio with Rubio. This is Chris. Who this be? This be Zach, and uh, I was just leaving comments in the comment box. Yes, I just saw. I just I just pulled up my my comment window. That's why I wasn't able to see it when you first uh, initially commented. But I do remember that show. I remember it because do you know what I did? Well, you know what what, what my last joke was. Uh, you mean that your last song? Yes. Yes. Yo, how could I forget? It was My hilarious. God. And here's the thing. Like, Rai still thinks that I was targeting her. And I'm like, I that was already predetermined. Like, I already knew. that's what That was my closer for a couple months at that point. You know what I mean? And, uh, and then she, she, she thought was it was an attack. Answer. She thought it was an attack. I'm like, first off, you're not really that important to me. Second... <laughs> Second, if I did plan it, I would be a genius. But I did not plan it. But it was just it 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 the optics looked bad. I know. But that was also funny because looking from it, like it's the fact that like she <laughs> you just killed it. You got a standing applause, right? And then she has to go back up, and then she storms up on stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then tries getting it, <laughs> but nobody listened to her joke. Because they were still applauding you, and nobody was on her side. Because then, when everyone turned and saw her on stage, they saw like how angry she was. There was no like sarcasm or like no sense of humor. It was there just was, like all yeah. anger. And 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 granted, if you know, by the way, the song was titled "Transform Your Genitalia." If you ever take a look at the lyrics, if you ever hear the lyrics at its entirety, it's basically saying, "Hey, if you're transgendered, make up your mind." So. It, you know, so I can know what to call you. Basically, you want you want a penis or vagina? Tell, let me know. Let me know which one. Penis, vagina. Penis, yeah, yeah, vagina. yeah. And I just yeah. lube that shit. You know, but yeah, it was it was pretty funny. It was it was a pretty fun set. I do remember that set. Is that where I met you? Yeah, I think that was our first show because I remember uh, you left a very strong first impression, and I I'm trying to remember <laughs> if it was just a regular flapper show or if it was just like another person that was a bringer show, and then like. 
you happened to be on it, and then uh, Rye was the host. I'm pretty sure it was a flapper show. I'm pretty sure it was the latter. Yeah, I'm, because I, yeah, I was yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. first year into comedy. Yeah. So how long have you been in the comedy game for now? Since 2014. By the way, how would you describe your comedy? Because <laughs> I know, uh, um, I know you don't dive into politics. You know what I mean? I know. Uh, would you consider your comedy pretty safe, pretty guy oriented? Like I, I try not because here's the thing. Like I'm going, I'm kind of weaving into both like my personal life yeah. now, but I'm also just like calling out like the the bullshit that I see with the PC world. So like yeah. I am going into both, and even of course I'm talking about porn because I'm a guy. So like of course I struggled with porn addiction for. About three years. And then my God. The okay. So oh, it's, it. it's, 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 it's my wife here. Okay, dude. I'm going to, I'm going to whisper this. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show you something on the, on the screen. <laughs> I'm at work. You can't show me it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, I don't know if you see. Oh, hold on. Let me change the camera. It's, it's coming a little bit delay. Uh, it's like a seven second delay. Do you see that? Stop on it. Um, it's just you still looking at your phone right now. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Change the camera angle. I did. There we go. You know. Oh, wait. Hold up. 10 days. 10 days only, wait, man. So... Wow. Longest streak, 55. Wait, 55. so that's just. Uh, I, I know that, it's a problem. Touching? I know it's a problem. And, and and a lot of guys don't talk enough about it. And I'm like I'm like, dude, uh it's it's a problem. <laughs> it's definitely wait, a wait, problem. Wait. So what what is that? From you watching it or from you like just like touching? Both. Wow. I am okay, so I could have made it past a week um yeah. with yeah. touching. Like touching, and, and, and like, if if you take a look at how many relapses I've had. Nearly 300. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very transparent with this because I know it affects a lot of men. Uh, you know, I mean, look, uh, if I want to be completely honest with myself, uh, I've struggled with this for years. And for the longest time, I thought it was just a regular run-the-mill, hey, you're a guy, guy, guy will do guy things. But... When you listen to the, when you listen to people who argue against it, it does make sense. You know what I mean? But here, here's another thing. Like, it, I do think what makes guys even more creepy. Not to say that we haven't been creepy, but like even more creepy compared to like what we've been in the past. Okay. I honestly think uh, a lot of like when I was reading some of the Me Too stories, I'm like, all right, like not to like victim shame or anything like that, but I think this is just I want to blame porn for a lot of the things that yes. happened because, for example, Aziz and Sorry's story, like it wasn't him like trying to rape this girl. It wasn't that at all. It was her going on a date, thinking it was one thing, and he was just trying to hook up. And yeah. like it was just she said no, but it wasn't like a stern no. It was like a well, maybe later, and then like he was trying to get her in the mood. It's like that's the thing where like yeah, especially with power mixed in with the type of like sexual inbreed that we see from porn like we also think that like yes. oh we can do this like we could go from no forget like going to first base we think we could get a home run you know yeah yeah totally agree with you bud 
And plus, uh, would so, you consider you know this is such a guy question that I'm gonna ask another guy? Do you consider yourself a beta or an alpha? I think I'm. See, like it's. I definitely. If feel you like had I'm to choose, beta. you're a beta because I, I I think I'm stepping into alpha because I do want to take more of a leadership role. Yeah, because like, I see myself wanting to like speak up more. Yeah, because I feel like, and this is my opinion. Uh, porn is like such a beta male thing to do, especially if you're jacking off to porn. What you're jacking off to another guy fucking a girl that you're attracted to. You know what I mean? That's such a. That's such. It's it. It, 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 it gotta fuck up your psychology somehow. <laughs> it's like right, it's, it's, so. it's like it's like I'm getting ready. If if I was hypothetically single, I'm a, a, you know this girl's into me. You know we're making. I'm like, all right, are, are we ready? We're ready. All right, Zach, get in here. <laughs> All right, so Start this is between us. Joke. I've been trying to make a joke about this, but this is like one of my favorite stories to follow. Um, <laughs> you know Reagan Fox? Megan Fox? Reagan Fox. Reagan. Uh, she sounds familiar. Um, she Okay, so she's like uh, in her 50s. She's a porn star. She's been a webcam since for like the last 10 years, and then like huh. she went into the industry... I want to like say five or six years ago, right? Okay. So if you go onto Twitter and type in into the search bar, like just not in like looking for a profile, just for like this keyword. So if you type in Reagan Fox and you spell like the president, Ronald Reagan, so like Reagan Fox interracial, you will see a bunch of people. Um, not all of them are black, but like a lot of people are going like, how come you don't do interracial scenes? How come you don't do interracial scenes? And a lot of people asking and demanding her to do interracial scenes. And here's the thing. If you're doing that, you're pretty much saying, hey, I want to see a big dick. I want to see the biggest <laughs> dick. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. It's I mean, a, it just, it, a, it, uh, yeah, that makes complete sense to me. You know, and so that, I'm not. I don't think she's a racist at all. I don't think I'm not even sure. Yeah, what I'm not. Uh, but but I, I I can understand why she would be labeled a racist from certain people. You know, right? So did you did you and hear like, about the uh, speaking of uh, uh jump just jumping off topic just a bit? Did you hear about the the hand sanitizer or 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 the hand the hand thing the the hand soap dispensers? No what? Um. Some people from uh, universities uh, are trying to buy it, ban it because they think it's racist. Because for black people, they have to show the lighter side of the hand for, for, uh, yeah. for the sensor to connect. And I'm like, this is too much. This is too much. <laughs> is it supposed to be your palm? Like, who does it on the back of their hand? That's what I'm saying. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. But yeah, man, going back to yeah, it's 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 fucking ridiculous, dude. But yeah, man, going back to the to uh, to the porn stuff. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I'll be completely transparent and say that uh, I've struggled on it for years. I don't think uh, you know, and guys are so uncomfortable talking about it. But I know, you know. Yeah. So and, and like, look, I, I also think is like one thing that I've come to understand is like, look, there are girls that are more open about it, and so it's kind of hard because now, like. With me too, as like we're post me too now, but it's just like you do see girls that are like I don't see uh, the guys that initiate as much as anymore, and it's because like these girls um, may also watch the subject. So we kind of are like in this like awkward middle school dance of like when the boy can like pick up the right girl, and there are girls that 
do want to see that stuff that have the kinks and there are also other girls that are just like staying away from that they probably just want to do missionary you know so it's just it's weird because everyone has yeah. different styles everyone's different floats different boats you know yeah man uh, yeah man I, th- I, I think it's extremely harmful you know um yeah, that just, that's just. That's why we need to communicate. I think communication is so key. Like, I know dating is also the hardest place to find someone to communicate. But like, if we can find someone that can be upfront and be like, "Hey, look, this is what, this is what I want." Not just even like in the bedroom, but even a relationship. Communication is so vital. Vital, very vital, man. man yeah. yeah. How long? How long have you known your wife? Say what? <laughs> how did you meet your wife? I should say how long oh, have you in a club. <laughs> In a club, I was, uh, you know, no I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I tell these people all the time, man. When I was single, uh, I had charisma up, dude. Uh, I didn't think no woman was out my league. I hit on, I hit on every woman, despite what if 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 I was out of her league or she was out of mine. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was a, uh, I was an alpha alpha when it came to that, and I. I used pickup lines. I I honestly used pickup lines. I used a lot of corny pickup lines just to break the ice. That was that was that was my go-to. What? What was your go-to? What was my go-to? Well, it depended. Yeah. Uh, it depended. Uh, you know, I I I hit on a lot of black women. So uh, it was like, are you Jamaican? You know, that that kind of stuff. No. Could, yeah. Could you make me crazy? And then she's like, oh, you're so stupid. I'm like, oh, I got you. I got you. Then they would give the laugh and, you know, and I would go in there, start fishing, man. <laughs> yeah. Fonto, uh, Fonto gave me one for the pandemic. He, uh, Whoa, what is it? <laughs> you know, the girls wearing a mask. Yeah, Fonto. So this was like last year when we were like, uh, we were out like just hitting the driving range, and then Fonto was like, uh, he saw this one girl with a mask, and uh-huh. then he was like, if you ever see a girl like that attractive, he goes, I want you to say like, and you you start up a conversation with her, and you just say something effective how like, hey, um, I know you're wearing a mask and all, but you have a very pretty face. Do you mind if I see the rest of it? <laughs> First off, I I could never picture Fonto saying that, you know, I could just picture Fonto it. is quite the players guy. I'm oh not yeah, no, 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 no. I know, but uh, a, a no bullshit players guy. I mean, I see Fonto just going to, to women and be like, hey, let's fuck. <laughs> no, that too. He just... <laughs> he just has, you know, he has that much game where he doesn't have to show game to be gay. You know what I mean? <laughs> I also think. Well, going with Fonto, like, I might have just even butchered it because I probably gave you the Disney version where he probably has, like, the... He probably has, like, the M. Night Shyamalan version in his back pocket. So he probably just cleaned it up for me to use. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was that was a very, very clean pickup line, dude. <laughs> By the way, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're with a woman too, right? No, I'm single right now. You're single? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So man, I, I I sometimes envy single men, but uh, at the same time, I'm highly blessed that I'm married. I don't even know how you could uh, date a girl now, especially like how, especially now in California, where it's like I I don't even know if normal dates are happening now. You know? Yeah. Um. I also I feel as if like when it comes to like so many now everything feels like a hot button topic to where it's like there's part of me that's like all right i can't really date this girl unless she does this or like unless she like views the same thing politically with me like 
you know what I mean? Like, I'm looking for, like, a zombie apocalypse partner. <laughs> I'm not looking for somebody that's, like, wife and kids anymore. That's what 2021 has got me on, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck on your journey, man. <laughs> I mean, what's your what's your form of uh, interaction with these ladies? Is it is it Bumble? Is it is it Tinder? I mean, what 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 mobile app are you using? Instagram. Instagram. Wow. Yeah. Has that been a success? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel as if. Sorry, hold on. Coworkers walking in my office. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I feel as if um, <laughs> sliding in the old DMs uh, has a good work way of getting in there. So I, I yeah. the only problem is is like with Tinder and Bumble, like there's something that can like give you restriction as to like how far away you can talk to them miles wise. But at the same time, like for me, I'm just like, all right, you know what? Like I would rather connect with somebody that views the same. Not like exactly, but someone that shares the same type of views and the same type of hobbies as I do yeah. from like long distance than someone that like I would not even see their face on a date. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, we have to max up and then vaccine and then everything will be back to normal in like a year or maybe more. And it's just I, I don't things can be normal now. Like as long as you can tr put trust in the person that you like are seeing. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, well, yeah, man, I mean, there, I, I, it, it seems it seems like to me you would have you would be you would be a catch because it's not like you're a player where you'll you'll have different rotations of of uh, women on the daily. I mean, if, if if you are, you probably, you know, all the props to you. But it, it, it seems like you're just a pretty cool guy, you know, that, you know, there's no I'm not a woman, but uh, from from a friend. I see no red flags other than your basketball game, probably. And um, um, okay, wait, hold on. You haven't seen any of my footage whatsoever. <laughs> I've seen yours, and it was like grainy as hell. It was so, grainy. Like, and it was sure. freaking twenty years ago, bro. Yeah, I'm not sure if you want to be like, oh, I'm still just as good. I'm like, okay, grandpa, whatever. I'll be I'll be one of those guys, dude. One of those guys, those fifty-six year old guys, like <laughs> I still got game. I'll still be trash talking. That's the thing with basketball, man. The trash talking never, you know, the more older you get, the more trash talk you do. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of sucks because, like, I play with um, the guys on the weekends, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of funny because uh, some of them have just started playing with them, like, the last two or three years. Um, and then there's, like, Ben, Ben Thompson. Like, he's been, like, soccer and basketball. So Ben, like, is great. But it's just so funny because... How is Ben? How is Ben just, as a basketball player? He's a hustler. Mm. He's like a white version of Dennis Rodman. Oh wow! But um, it's so funny because it's like guys that are like two or three years in, they just like you say one thing to them, and their whole entire like ego just gets shattered. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just funny to kind of see it, and it's also kind of like you kind of feel like Michael Jordan by like crushing their souls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, I was just shooting um, um, some uh, basketball at this uh, park in North Hollywood, and I asked a question that kind of uh, created a chain reaction to very, very passionate talking, you know. And I was like, one on one, Michael Jordan versus Kobe, who wins? And man, I 
it, it, it was just me and another dude talking and all of a sudden like 12 people are talking and they're all trying to make their points for either Michael or either uh, Kobe, you know, who would, who would mm-hmm. you have? So Jordan has been asked this question. Yes. And Jordan has said that the only person that could possibly beat him is Kobe, is Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Right. So I think if there's anybody that has a shot at being Jordan, it would be Kobe. However, it, I don't think I, I like I I would still think Jordan's a better player. That's all. That's what I said. I'm Michael Jordan all day. You know what I mean? His mentality, the way he'll he'll attack Kobe too. You know, I no disrespect to Kobe. I'm just saying. I, and plus, let's not forget that Kobe modeled his game after MJ. So, right. You know. Yeah. No, yeah, it's a big brother, little brother type ordeal. Yeah. Which, by the way, did you know uh, today is the one-year anniversary since episodes five and six of The Last Dance came out? No, I did not. Yeah, ESPN made a post about it on uh, their Instagram. Wow. That was a very powerful documentary to me because uh, I know you're young, but when Jordan was going through uh, Chicago versus New York, that whole saga, like, dude... You probably didn't watch it because you were still young, but when when you were my age, seeing that, seeing the uh, physicalness, what New York had to offer, you know, with John Starks, right. uh, Charles Oakley, Patrick Ewing, I think John Sally. Well, no, 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 not not John Sally. Who who else was on that squad? There was a bunch of freaking power hitters on that squad, dude. Yeah, Latrell. Latrell was there, right? No, was no, 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 no. Luttrell wasn't there. I think that was a few years after, you know. But that was a fucking physical series, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. I, I, like, I think the first real NBA season because like the first real NBA season I like paid attention to and had awareness about was the lockout season. So like I remember the Lakers getting Dennis Rodman, and I remember like even Dennis Rodman being with the Bulls and. Jordan so I was like okay good the Lakers have a shot and then they just like totally get annihilated by the San Antonio Spurs <laughs> yeah. no disrespect to the San Antonio Spurs I mean gosh damn I mean as a basketball nut you gotta give love and respect to San Antonio to Popovich to this. dude Sean Elliott's game winner is still probably one of my favorite game winners of all time I forgot it which one it was, was that? It was a tippy toes one. It was so like after the Spurs beat the Lakers, they went on to the Western Conference Finals, played the Portland Trailblazers. They're at the Alamo Dome, and then it's like towards the end of the fourth quarter, Sean Elliott grabs a ball that was almost going about to go out of bounds. Uh-huh. The person that was guarding him runs through the uh, passing lane, so he goes out of bounds. Sean Elliott still keeps it alive. He's on his tippy toes and then launches a three while the shot clock's off, like going off, and he hits it. Shut up. Yeah, so like his like if he would have stepped on his heels like down, he would have been out of bounds. But he was literally on his tippy toes right in front of the out of bounds line. Sean Elliott. Yeah, look it up. I'm I'm pretty sure it's still on YouTube, but that's why they call him like tippy toes and stuff. Tippy toe. Tippy toe. Okay. Okay. I'll 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 watch it on my end. Oh, the uh, uh, Memorial Day miracle. Yeah. 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 Huh. Let me see if I can if, if, if I can watch this before you leave. That's around like uh, a minute 30. You know exactly where you were on Memorial Day in 1999, don't you? That's when Sean Elliott...
the most memorable shot in Spurs history. With 12 seconds left yeah, that was my childhood right there. The 1999 Western Conference Finals, the Spurs found themselves trailing the Portland Trailblazers. Damn, okay, so there's only three seconds off the clock. Yeah, it was 12 seconds left, and then he hit that three, and then they went up by one. Oh, yeah, now I remember. I remember that. I remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the first time I've ever seen a game winner uh, go in. That was the first time? That was my first ever game winner. I've seen winner. so I watched, many, like, dude. I witnessed. Yeah, that was the first one I watched live. Oh, man, yeah. I could just imagine that'll be forever uh, etched in your memory, dude. <laughs> But, hey, Zach. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. A co-worker just walked by. Uh, it's, it's all <laughs> yeah, good. Dude. I should probably go. It's yeah. like, uh, totally awkward, but yeah. Yeah, man. Well, thanks a lot for the call, Zach. Oh, by the way, when's your next uh, show? Do you have a next show? Tonight, FRLA. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about a stand-up comedy show, man. Oh, dude. I need to get up still. I haven't been getting up. Um, but Because I'm working at iHeart. I'm working at iHeart. So I've only been up in like... I've been up twice in the last two months. And I once the LA Kings and the LA Clippers are knocked out of the playoffs and finish the regular season, then I'll be, a, I'll be more free with my time. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, buddy, <laughs> I miss you, man. And one of these days, you, you gotta too. you gotta make it out to uh, North Hollywood on, on 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 a Saturday morning, hopefully. So, yeah, man. I mean, like, what time do you get off on Starbucks? Because if you don't have work on a Saturday, you can always come out. I could. I, I'm a, I'm always working most Saturdays though. So, yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I'll find a way to. We'll we'll make it work. All right. Cool. Yeah, well, uh, you know, bring your ankle brace and um, yeah, dude. <laughs> I won't need them. <laughs> All right, bro. Thanks a lot, brother. No problem, bro. But, Have a uh, oh, uh, it starts at 6, right? Your uh, Fear LA? Yeah, Fear LA is tonight at 6. All right. Will do, buddy. Follow us on Fear underscore LA on Twitter and on Instagram. And it's going live on your Facebook, on your Facebook, right? Live on Facebook and live on Twitter through Perfect. Periscope. Perfect. Perfect. All right, buddy. All right. Love you. All right. Love you too, man. Peace. Oh, my good friend, uh, Zach Elk, who is Jack Delk's favorite friend, friend of the show, friend of me. <laughs> but it's true what they say, man. I mean, he's a, he's a single, single dude doing single guy stuff. I wish him nothing but luck over here in Los Angeles, over here in California, because right now, man, it seems like... You would have such an easier time finding a date somewhere in Texas or Florida. <laughs> That's what it seems like to me, you know. I could be wrong. But I say we go to the first uh, e order of business. Let's go to top news, guys. Top news. This is uh, brought to you by CNN. Mexico City subway overpass collapses, killing at least 24 and injuring dozens. An overpass carrying a subway train collapsed in Mexico City late Monday. 
killing at least 24, including children, according to local government officials. At least 79 people have been hospitalized, officials said. Of the dead, four bodies remain trapped inside the carriages that plummeted to the streets below. The train was traveling on the elevated part of the city's rapid transit system on the newest Line 12, also known as the Golden Line. When part of the overpass collapsed onto traffic below, Mexico's uh, Secretariat of Risk Manage Management of civil civil protection said man uh this is a damn shame man my question is who are they going to sue if i was on that train if i was on that train and i was injured somehow like i i broke my ankle or something. My next question is. Who the hell am I going to sue? Who am I going to sue? Do you, do you sue the city? Is it a, like. Uh, is it an infrastructure. Um, error. Do you sue. Uh, the What I think is the metro over there. Who do you sue man? You. You know. Yeah, man. Like, sometimes I'll be driving. Sometimes I'll be driving for Postmates or Uber. And um, there's a demented part of my mind that's always thinking, you know what, man? I hope a metro line just freaking just bangs into me accidentally. And I'm like, why? Why am I thinking about that? Well, for the money. It's always for the money, man. Come on. Excuse But man, I mean, my heart goes out to the people that ugh. my my heart goes out to the people that actually have um, the, the the family members of the victims that that has died on this horrific crash. And this is also another argument to live every day like it's your last. You almost have to, man. It's like you don't know. I mean, most of the people on this train, most of the people on this train was probably like, hey, you know what? I need to get to work. Or some people like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym. And then this happens. Like you, you just never know. You never know. That's why, who you know, people who are always assholes all the time because they've just gone through some horrible stuff and they don't like people. I'm like, just take the time to say hi, to be a human being, bro. Take time to be a human being and say hi. Give a smile because sometimes that smile transfers onto a person and it makes them have a good day. Why not? Why not transfer the smile and contribute to the mental health situation that we have? More smiles for everybody. I know that's such an optimist thing to say, but you just never know. Like uh, going going back to this article, I mean, look, look, man, you just never know when you're gonna die. You never know. That's why every time I do stand up comedy, whether I bomb or whether I do well, I am so happy that I'm pursuing my passion. I am so happy. I am so happy every time I get up there and I'm testing out new jokes and I'm bombing. 
bombing horribly. After that experience, I still feel happy because you know what? Because I'm not stuck in a cubicle. That I'm actually doing what I love and that's entertaining people. That's telling jokes. I'm one of the select few of many people in the world that's actually pursuing what they love to do. And that brings me peace. That brings me humility. That brings me an, a, a balance. Because, hey, granted, I have a day job. Like 99% of the people that have day jobs, they hate their day jobs. But also, like 99% of the people, they hate their day jobs. And they go back home, they sleep, and they wake up, and they do the same thing again. Hey, I'm part-time. I go to work. I do what I need to do. And then I work out. I, I do things for my mental health, which I think is crucial. And I also, you know, I, I've also got a wife that, that cooks for me, which I'm very fortunate of. But I know a lot of people are not as privileged as I am. I, I understand that. But also there's a there's an argument to be made of personal responsibility. Like how how long do you have to struggle before you have to do something? Before you have to be proactive. It's like if you're if if, if you're a good basketball player and you want to be great, how many times does a person have to cross you over and make you look like a buffoon for you to be like, hey, you know what? I got to fix my defense. And you know what, man? How many times, how many mysteries do you have, uh, do you have to do to make you think that, you know what? I got to, I got to freaking work on my jump shot. Don't know, bro. By the way, uh, are are the engineers, are the engineers for this um, for this train accident? Are they at fault? Were they cutting corners? I would like to know. I would like to know how how something like this could happen. It's the same thing with like uh, the Boeing seven forty sevens. You know what I mean? Like those inspectors, like they have to. They have to be on top of their game because if they're not, a commercial airline could crash and who are they going to point? They're going to point at the last inspector. Lucy Thomas, you were the last person that did this ins inspection for this uh, Boeing 747 and you said it was A-okay to go. Why did you give the okay when there was no black box and it was missing a right wing? Why did you okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean... Let's go on to the next segment, guys. World news. This is brought to you by BBC News. India, COVID. Opposition calls for full national lockdowns. India's main opposition party has called for a full national lockdown shortly after the country passed more than 20 million COVID-19 infections. 
There has been a virtual collapse of health services and a lockdown is needed to break the chain, a spokesman for the Congress party said. The prime minister is resisting the move due to the economic impact. Man, and where do you find that balance? Because you cannot completely sacrifice the economy for a virus. Now, I know that's a, that's a pretty controversial thing to say. But, but let me tell you. Man, if, if, if it's not a, a stark example of what happened over here in the United States, you had California and you had Florida, okay? Seriously, this is like the most opposite that you could do. They're both coastal states, one from the west, one from the east. And California completely locked itself down and Florida completely opened ever since the first lockdown, right? And what happened, they virtually had the same COVID cases. And I know what the argument is to some of the people I talk to. Well, you know, Florida, it, it doesn't have cities like LA where they're piled on top of each other. Well, they have Tampa Bay. They have Jacksonville. They got Orlando, Miami. What are you talking about? Yeah, you know, ask, ask Californians to lock down again. Good luck. If COVID cases were surging again in California and um, Newsom decided to do a third lockdown do you think that would do you think that wouldn't create, create riots I think it would just be ready man by the way uh, yeah India not a good place to travel to right now especially if you're trying to be healthy <laughs> let's just say some more stories like this is like India's tourism has declined uh, pretty significantly. And it's sad because, you know, I think I think the United States is uh, one of the most unhealthiest countries. I don't know where India stands as far as health is concerned but what i could tell you this is uh man they have some good spices dog man they've got some good spices they've got some great curry man you know what i'm i'm, I'm willing i'm willing to risk getting covid for some good uh india tandoori chicken i mean gosh damn i mean come on <laughs> i'm willing to get covid for some good doll, man. Doll is like, it's like some sort of uh, stew or soup. I forgot. I forgot what that. Um, oh yeah, I'm I'm willing. <laughs> I'm willing to risk getting COVID nineteen for some good Indian masala. Come on. Come on, guys! Work with me! I know what you're saying. Oh, Chris, you're being so irresponsible. You're being so irresponsible. You're gonna get COVID-19 just because, you know, India has good curry? Yeah! Yes! How would I not? I just I'm just a big food fan. 
Oh, this is interesting, guys. This is this is this is a riot. The Royal Navy is testing using jet suits to fight high seas piracy. It's the nun military uses uh the nun military uses that might be even more important. Really? Do say more. The British Royal Navy has apparently been testing using jet suits to board ships like the scene out of some scrap Chris, uh, Christopher Nolan film, according to a new video released by the UK-based Gravity Industries. Business Insider writes that the tests were conducted over three days on the HMS Tamar, a Royal Navy batch two-river class offshore patrol ship. Royal Marines use Gravity Industries jet suits to conduct a visit, visit board search and seizure operation of VBSS. Basically, a Marine launched from a fast boat tailing the HMS Tamar flew through the air like a slightly askew Iron Man and landed on the largest ship, dropping a rope below so their fast boat bodies could climb up and visit the simulated uh, enemy vessel. Well, we're going to take a look at this video. We almost have to, right? Let's take a look at the video. Let's see. It's so serious. And it's so serious. Man, this is straight out Iron Man shit, bro. This is blowing my mind. This is it. This is it. This is just just take a look at the video. Jet suits. I mean, I I knew jet suits existed for a while, but man, the military is using it now. I mean, come on. Come on. Dude, this article is so right. This is straight out from a Christopher Nolan slash freaking... You know what? I see that. This guy right here, he's Bruce Willis to me. He's Bruce Willis. Did you guys see that? Hold on. Let me, let me rewind that. He pulled out a gun. See, look at that. That's that that right there. That's like a simulated gun. And you know what the scary part is? It's like it's not even not. I I think anybody with the right kind of money could get a jumpsuit, and they could totally. This is used for anti-piracy. I could so see it for piracy. <laughs> It's like, hey, what's that little robo? Oh my god, there's like five Iron Mans that go that go out of this freaking uh little freaking raft boat to take over a whole oil rig. 
That's amazing. Look at that. It just, I, oh. I don't know if it's the music. But damn, this is badass, bro. Freaking amazing. I mean, I'm, I'm so like mind blown right now. Three, three pilot boarding. Oh my God. See, I, t I told you three Iron Man's man. Yo, yo, I am impressed, man, how could you not be impressed with something like that? The whole thing is very cool, uh, very cool to point on almost uh, seeming, seeming like a wire assisted fake and uh, likely as much as an ad for the Royal Navy. It is an ad. Man, that's 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 completely amazing. Man, hey, hey guys. Uh the future is here. The future is already here. And granted, it looks all bulky, especially because the wing, you know, the I would say the jets are not only on the back of you, but it's also on the side. Uh it's also on your hands. And like anything else, remember cell phones used to be so bulky? And it just slimmed down. Now it's like as thin as a pancake now. It's just going to get the technology. It's just going to get better. And when that happens, yo, could this, re could this replace flying cars? Could this be a thing? You're like, hey, yo, man, I need, I need to go. And, just, you, you know, you just go out with your jet pack and you just fly to your destination, bro. Man, sign me up.
Sign me up for that. That would be completely amazing. Let's go to entertainment, guys. Let's let's go to entertainment. Oh, this is this is a doozy. I don't know if you guys seen this. Traffic stop gone bad. Racist tirade against Latino cop. You're a murderer, she says. Turns out uh, the woman uh, claim of being a teacher needs an asterisk mark because uh, we've learned the two uh, higher end institutions she once taught. At haven't had uh, anything to do with her in years. West LA College and LA Southwest College both say the woman, whom we're not identifying, hasn't been on the staff since 2016 and 2017. Who's the liar? You say murderer, I say liar. They also say she hasn't uh, been employed by an institution in Los Angeles Community College District since the end of the spring semester in 17. Unclear if she's still teaching anywhere else at this point. Okay, so this is the original story. A woman called a Latino cop a murderer over and over during a traffic stop, seemingly afraid for her life. It doesn't seem like she was afraid for her life. It, it seems like a bunch of bullshit. Until she spewed the racist venom she really wanted to get off her chest. Uh, check out this video uh, showing a Los, a uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff deputy pulling a lady over in San Dimas last month only to be insulted to his face repeatedly for one final sprinkle of racism for good measure. It's insane. All right, let's go ahead and watch it. <laughs> this is going to be fun. At 38. Yeah, yes, you are, ma'am. Good morning. Which is, and the speed limit is 40, and I was going 38, so why are you harassing you me? You are correct. I pulled you over because, because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a be murderer. A, you can't be on yourself. My goodness. It's like straight off the second. It's like, you know what this reminds me of? It it, 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 it reminds me of like, okay, so you know what? I'm not I'm not even going to say what it reminds me of because it's a stupid example, but let's just go ahead and... I, I wasn't on my driving. phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. I you. May I have your driver's license? I, it's, it's at my apartment. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his... Do you, have, a, do you have your driver's license? I, it, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you, oh, mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? And can you call your supervisor, please? Because I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. And so you're giving me a cell phone ticket? Is that why you're harassing me? It's not harassment. Yeah. I, I am enforcing the law. I have a right to and record the police when they're harassing me. By all means, but you can't do it while you're driving. I, would, I, can, I wasn't doesn't texting. Uh, I could, uh, you know. That's what I do when I start lying. I, I go... Do you have, and you, had that you picture? scared me and made me think you were gonna murder me. Okay, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, you're that's not just a feeling, you're a murderer. Can you zoom in on that for me, sure? Dude? Thank you. And I'm perfectly legal, and I'm a teacher, so oh. there. Congratulations. I am perfectly legal. Should we go on a date? <laughs> you're a murderer. What's your last name? I can't see that there. Well, if here you, you stop, go, stop murderer. shaking. Jeez. Zoom in on that for no, me. No, because you're scaring me. 
You're threatening to kill me and my son. Can you give me Okay. Food? My God! I'll tell you what. what? You smiling yeah, you're smiling on camera. You're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm I not didn't smiling. Say that. Is this your car? Yes, it is. And you're trying to say I stole my own car because you're jealous? Yeah, is that what I don't that's think about? so. You wait for me right here, okay? You're jealous. All you need to do is just get your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. Hey, good man. Sign inside for the red box a, right there. For him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. Sign the citation, man. Here you go, Mexican racist. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? You'll never be white, which is what you really want to be. You there you go, be dear. White. Have you, a good day. Oh, you my God, dude. I can't. I can't even. I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. People like this exist. People that will use racism all the time. And by the way, credit to the cop for handling that at the most professional level. Man, if I was a cop, I would be saying some some racist stuff back there too, because I'm a comic. Okay. Takes one to know one, I guess. You, 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 you're, you're gonna start spewing your hate. I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start biting back. I'm gonna start verbally swinging back. That's just my thing. And straight off the bat, you're a murderer. Like man, not a, not even a simple hello. Like a, how, how you doing, man? Uh I've been pulled over by the cops before. I've had asshole cops to me. I've had asshole cops, uh, you know, um, come at come at me weird, come at me aggressively. I remember one time I I had a I had some some coffee in the car, and I got pulled over. And the cop, uh, it was a motorcycle cop. Motorcycle cops, I hate motorcycle cops, but uh, you know they pulled me over. And they were like, "Why does it smell like weed in here?" I'm like, "It smells like coffee. Are you confusing coffee with weed? Are we? Have you ever smoked weed, officer? <laughs> it doesn't smell like weed. It's a nitro cold brew. Okay, it's it's not regular coffee. There's a sweet tank for even though it comes out of a tap, it's still coffee." <laughs> Man, I can't. I when I was watching that video, I I would just I I I wanted to pull my hair out because I was like, I cannot believe people like this exist. And everybody knows people like this exist. Just they're lunatics. They're hysterical. You can't talk. You can't. You can't rationalize with these people. I've had a couple. I've you know. I've had a couple people attack attack me, attack my wife actually because she's like, "Oh, you know why? You know why your wife is dating an Asian man? Oh, it was so 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 much for her." I'm like, "What? What are you saying? Why are you seeing shit like that in that kind of perspective?" <sighs> Guys, we're in trouble. And I know a lot of people don't want to talk back to these people, but I say you got to talk back to these people. You got to talk shit back. I'm not saying be violent. But I want to, uh, what I'm saying is, is if somebody calls you uh, a racist or something, just straight off the bat, you could, 
take the higher road and just walk away. Yes, that's acceptable. You don't have to prove that you're a racist or that you're not a racist. But for a person like me, hey, let's let's battle. Let's do it. This is fun. Quebec man breaks Guinness record with 44-hour video game marathon. A Quebec man uh, broke a Guinness world record by playing an online video game for 44 hours, 44 minutes, and 44 seconds. Bobby Gamachi, who runs a video game streaming channel on Twitch with his brother, Matthew Gamachi, said his uh, session playing World of Warcraft was originally going to end at 34 hours, but he discovered someone else uh, was chasing the same record at the same time. Well, hey, you know what? I'm okay with whatever decision that you want to make for your life. I am okay with you sitting down uh, 44 hours um, and uh, not getting any vitamin D. I am okay with you completely, you know, Risking your health and eating all this shitty food and being fat at your uh, game chair. I am okay with that. As long as you're willing to reap the consequences of it. And the consequences for this man is apparently he's a famous guy now. So if you want to get famous, you just sit in a chair and you play video games for 44 hours. And... You become world famous. I mean, I don't even know. Man, I can't even sit in this chair that I'm sitting in for more than an hour, an hour. I think the longest live stream I've done was about two hours and 30 minutes. And man, my ass hurt. I felt like I was in, uh, in West Hollywood. Come on, guys. Come on. But but good good for this man. Man, I'm not I'm not hating on the I'm not hating on the hustle. If you want to stream because I know streamers make a lot of money, but they're also spent uh, spend the rest of their lives in a chair inside their room with no sun. I mean, I live stream uh, I'm going to start live streaming Monday to Friday at 2 p.m. and it'll generally be an hour an hour plus, but nothing more than that. Because I've got a life to live. <laughs> Cause yeah, I know streamers that stream every day for four hours. Looking like shit, by the way. I'm like, gosh damn, man. Put that Cheeto bag down and freaking run a couple... Run around your block a couple times. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not trying to fat shame, but I'm saying fat shaming works, Okay. There was that guy that was in the Remember the Titans, the movie. That 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 fat that fat white dude, the center. He was in the Joe Rogan experience. Released today. Saying that he suffers from uh from a dysphoria. From image dysphoria, you know, like where you're never satisfied with the way you look. And a lot of people do. And I hope a lot of people recover it uh recover from from it in Godspeed, but at the same time, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna support a 44 hours of streaming straight up with no break, just trying to prove that they could stream for 44 hours. 
My question is, how many subscribers did he get? <laughs> You're streaming for 44 hours. How many followers did you get? I mean, that was a that's that's such a that's such a legitimate question, by the way. Oh man, let's do it. Let's do it, guys. In this segment of Let's Watch Some Cheers. NBC New York Asian woman describes hammer attack in New York City. Let's go ahead. Another vicious attack against a member of the Asian community. A woman hit on the head with a hammer, Dave. And now she is talking about the ordeal. News Force Gus Rosendale live from the scene of that attack on Manhattan's west side. What'd she say, Gus? Well, David Adley spoke to her just a short time ago. She was telling me that her mom, hearing about all these attacks, has been encouraging her to carry pepper spray. And she says she usually does, except she left it at home this one time. Always. It's always that one time you leave a knife at home, you leave uh, you know, you leave your pepper spray at home, you leave your gun at home and freaking horrible shit happens like this all the time. Look, man, I was just ha having a conversation with uh, another Asian dude at the gym. Um, we we're talking about the same topic, this uh, Asian hate topic, you know? And we both agreed, especially uh the people that were attacking uh, these old Asian uh, Asian grandpas and Asian grandmas and how it just infuriated uh, infuriated uh, the both of us. I'm like, look, attack me, but don't you dare attack my freaking grandma, bro. No, don't do that. You thought if she saw your eyes, yeah. she would attack you. Yeah, so I just I walk, like, I just don't, I don't see, I just walk really fast and suddenly I feel like something actually hit my head. A seemingly random attack against a person of Asian descent in the city. The woman, who did not want to be identified, says she sensed something was wrong as she and a friend walked along West 42nd Street between 9th and 10th Avenues around 845 Sunday night. The 31-year-old says she was trying to get around a woman who had been acting erratically, who then told her to take off her mask before hitting her with a hammer. I live here like two years. I never... I never faced this kind of uh, thing. So far, no immediate surveillance images of this attack, but similar ones have become a familiar sight on the news. Asian men and women of all ages attacked across the city, usually just going about their day when they're targeted without any apparent reason, except for their identity. The NYPD acknowledges a spike in anti-Asian hate crime in 2021, beefing up its biased crime resources, part of a nationwide surge in these kinds of attacks. More rallies against hate are popping up as well, calling awareness to the problem, encouraging victims and witnesses to come forward. This problem should be stopped. This latest local victim home now after going to the hospital. Her injuries, a cut to her head and disbelief in her heart. I see the Band-Aid yeah. on your head. Uh, how do you feel inside right now? Actually kind of shocking. It's never, uh, never happened in my life. The suspect last seen heading eastbound when all of this happened. Police investigating this as a potential hate crime. David Natalie, so far, no arrests. We're live on the west side. I'm Gus Rosendale, News 4, New York. My friend used to pay $163 for car insurance. Now look. Man, the Asian hate is real, bro. Can't say, you know, can't say more than what I've been saying. 
it seems like it's a trending it's it seems like it's in the top five trending topics for like the past freaking several months now and like hey i'm every time asian hate is being talked about i always gotta say my asian jokes like uh, you really wanna you really you really wanna get all the Asians banned under one umbrella, under one banner, man. Especially all the Asian crime syndicates. Are you guys ready for that? I don't think you guys are ready for that smoke. Are you guys ready for the Japanese Yakuza's, the Chinese triads, the Korean mafia, and Filipino breakdancers to get all together? Are you ready for that? I don't think so, bro. <laughs> Nobody's ready for that smoke. My question is, why am I not that important where I can't be attacked? I would like to be attacked somehow. I would like to fend for myself. It'll be a bunch of this. You know what I'm saying? Ah. <sighs> Well, 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 guys, we made it to the end of the show. Well, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. I will be doing this Monday through Friday. What's up, Bjorn? What's up, bro? You caught me at the tail end of my live stream, man. We we talked about everything. We talked about the Mexico overpass collapse. We talked about India. We talked about... We talked about jet suits. Jet suits was a, probably my favorite. Man, we talked about this uh, Latino cop. We talked about freaking streaming for 44 hours. And we talked about this Asian woman. Man, you missed it. You missed it, Bjorn. <laughs> well, guys, uh, if you want to follow me on my social media, I am more than available for you guys. I am on all these wonderful platforms. I'm on Facebook Live and also my new ones on Minds, Odyssey, Rumble, and BitChute. Go ahead and give me a follow. Bjorn. I'm going to have to run the stream back. The jet suit uh, got my attention. Oh, yeah, bro. You you missed out, man. You missed out, bro. <laughs> I hope you have a good day, man. And finally, if you guys are on YouTube, please do me a favor. Hit that notification bell. And most importantly, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on your lower right-hand side. God bless. Peace out.